All right, boys, as you know, we had our high-octane draft when was it? Monday night, a couple of nights ago, and we were all at the pub. It was getting sweaty. It was intense, but luckily, I was nice and comfortable down under with my comfy nuts. No sweat is going to get in the way of those bamboo briefs. There was zero rubbing, and that is why Any Given Sunday is proudly, proudly, proud to be supported by one of Australia's fastest-growing men's grooming brands, Nutcare. Proudly Australian, Nutcare is taking down under grooming to the modern-day man. Recently voted number one by Men's Health magazine with its Bare Nuts Pubic Hair Removal Cream, Nutcare is revolutionising male grooming. As proud sponsors of any given Sunday, Nutcare is offering our listeners 10% off their first orders simply by using the promo code any given Sunday at checkout and a discount will be applied. Nutcare, essential grooming for men. Brown 45! Brown 45! You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Grand Island Australia head office, over in Winnipeg, ABC Studios, the list grows on and on. It's it's really amazing, really. Uh, people still listen to us and we've, we've finally reached week one of season two, which... I don't know about you boys, but I've been uh, I've been sweating in my non comfy nuts. <laughs> it has been oh fuck balls, go away. Um, it's been too long, really. Been what six months, something like that. So joining us as always down in his basement where we don't know where it is at TC. Oh, at Tim Carty AGSAU TC two four. How are you, mate? Good. Maybe I need to. A- change my name on here like Danny has helped you out a little bit because well, yeah I've got yeah. it all written up but it yeah, doesn't matter you forget every week but now nah, I'm going really good mate it's um a big week obviously NFL back big week down in my household we've got our local 40 grand final this week so absolutely that's exciting uh yeah pumped go the Tigers uh <laughs> also work experience kid turn pro going into season two at Danny Webb AGSAU how are you mate I'm good, man. Just we had our first three fantasy, my first three ever fantasy drafts, and uh, oh boy, did I get shit on by a few people. <laughs> it was good across all three as well, not just, yeah, across just all three, one. It wasn't just one; it was all three. All three. Well, obviously, so I'm were, clearly a rookie. Just you, getting were you were making moves, so that's the main thing. You got to have a little bit of spice. Yeah, just getting absolutely rookie hazed, but that's fine. That's okay. We still, I think, as we speak. Have one draft still going? <laughs> one, one is still limping along. We've got a couple of international players, so we've we had do, yeah, yeah. So, we had um, one league, like Danny said in the intro, was a, a fast draft, so that was a bit of fun. Got a bit sweaty. No, no stress for Danny Boy with the comfy nuts on though. But um, no, it's been good fun. There's been heaps of banter slinging around. Um, interesting picks. Every, like I said, everyone's an expert this time of year, but uh, you just got to wait and wait until the season starts to unfold and you know see which rookies do well and which stars dip a little bit and all that sort of stuff. So there's lots to unfold there, Danny Boy. So don't worry. You'll, you'll be able to get a little bit back in the old Bants department for sure. I can't wait just to walk out with all three leagues with the crown, the triple crown. Oh, please. Oh, please. Breaks a little. <laughs> we are in these leagues. We will be giving Bants just as much, so don't worry. And we'll do, a, a, I think, a small recap uh, just of some big games or some tight games each week. It's probably too big to go through every game. But... We're not going to turn into a fantasy Pod. No, we're not. We'll, we're we'll not. Keep, we'll allude to it. And we also fired up the tipping comp. 
T-Mac. We did. We did. I've had a few messages about it. So make sure this will be out before, obviously, the first game. So if you do want to get involved, uh, it's winner take all, uh, which is we had a, a huge comp last year, Sean Harrow, who come and joined us for uh, our draft. draft. He took it out by about 10. So we're going to cut him down to size. He's getting a little bit cocky. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm feeling a lot more confident this year. I'm not just going to pick some outsiders. I might read the stats a bit more and a few more winners, maybe. You'd think with what we do, the three of us with what we do, we probably should be one, two, and three in this comp, but nope. No. Analysis in- paral- no, what is it? Paralysis by analysis, my boy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost 200. Yeah, I reckon, Karts, you and I last year, we started off like 15th and 16th, and then we worked our way back. What, what did I have, would you say? What was wet, would you say? In the, uh... Yeah, it was definitely come over the wet sail. Yeah. <laughs> for me, but um, you, you stayed shit, which was... No, which no was I great. finished off... Relatively strong, but doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. Stats from, uh, it's okay. I think I did. I come second. I reckon you end up. It was either you or Faf. I think come I second. come second. Yeah, I pit Faf. I pit Faf in the end. That's right. Yeah, huge, huge. We also we had a week off last week just to freshen up, ready to go for the big season. We were able to get down and uh, to your household, Timmy. We've done a little bit of a photo shoot, and I've picked up finally our new merch. Correct. Uh, so we're all rocking the new merch. You got the long sleeve on, cats. Sleeves are long. Yeah, nice. Danny's got the the OG jumper, and I'm rocking the Green Bay Packers. I've gone the extra large for a bit of comfort today. It was it's, it's a nice day, so up here I don't know what it's like down where you are, Cards, but it's oh, nice man, day up here. So to see you haven't stolen the kids' t-shirts for once. No, oh, no, it's for actually too day. long. <laughs> <laughs> Not tight enough on the drive. Currently rocking uh, blue skies in uh, undisclosed location areas yeah. yeah uh make sure you go back to our catalog i i think we say where you live quite a quite a lot so a lot. very extensively i think you think you give out the actual street address at some point yeah so. no, i wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't dream of that uh but yeah make sure you get on check out the merch uh and yeah it's it's around it, it i don't know I don't, oh it's actually super comfy so yeah it is ridiculous that's all the reviews I've been getting because a lot of the boys at work jumped on. Shout out to all of you. Uh, everyone's coming back saying it's unbelievably comfy. Not only does it look fire, but it is unbelievable. Well, that's just a but, given. That's a yeah. given. But, yeah, it is It is super comfy. And, um, yeah, like well, I was saying, we, we had um, some family and friends over for dinner the other night and I was just – I was rocking the longy actually, and then we ended up getting the jumpers out and there was a few orders chucked in there. So, Ooh. see things moving? Marketing is just- fun. And just on that, I've just got I've got to shout out uh, our new number one international fan, oh. Neil Watts. He's my one of my good mates from the UK. He's been like, I'm going over soon, as everyone knows, doing my big Daniel leave trip. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I want. He gave me a list. He's like, I want this, this, and this. And he's like, I was like, no worries, man. I'll, I'll bring over all the merch you want. So we... our new number one international fan, watching every week. And we love seeing the merch abroad on tour. So make sure what he sends us some photos, and we'll we'll chuck him up on the pipes. Hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I think we've talked enough shit about ourselves. Uh, we could go on. Well, yeah, we could. That's the problem. Um, but we're back into the week one, like we said, and we have already started this, but bringing it back again by popular demand. Thank you for calling Dr. Danny's office. Dr. Danny, before you get into it, it is brought to us by American Connection. The boys down there supplying all the kids out there with all the gear they need. 
Uh, American Connection with a K. Find them through our socials uh, and 10% off with any given Sunday, the code. Dr. Danny, what do we got, mate? So as we've spoken about previously, uh, the Rams Cooper Cup went down with a hamstring injury uh, during the training camp practice. I think it was around August 1st and then missed all three preseason games. So what he's gone and done now is he's gone to a hamstring specialist uh, just to try and figure out like what the root cause of it was and to see if you can actually try and get there for week one. Uh, it's not looking awfully positive for him. They're planning to go ahead without him, but if he's there, great. They've been playing without him for a long time. So obviously he had that ankle injury. I think it was in week nine last year and sat out for the rest of the season. So then come back and do his hammy. Ain't looking great for the Rams. Mm. That's true. After leading the league 2021, I think receptions and TDs, but I saw a quote from McVeigh, Danny Boy, that uh, almost maybe a Freudian slip. He talking about when he might return. He said whether it's week two or whatever from there. So maybe they just you know accept that it's not going to be week one and maybe week two onwards when it, whenever it's going to be. Yeah, and I think if you're seeing the specialist, I think you're seeing him on Wednesday. Like yeah, not pretty. Going, it's cutting it pretty close. Like, you're not going, the specialist is going to be like, else in the country. Sorry, is it somewhere else in the country? Was he flying somewhere? Yeah, to- I've got a feeling it was Houston, but yeah, don't, don't quote me on that. But yeah, it's uh, definitely Houston. definitely not in LA. He's traveling Put for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's traveling for it. So yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be out of LA, out of the facility. Mm. Uh, so I've got huge doubts he's going to be there for week one. I'm pretty much putting a line through him, but um, I'm still trying to work out what's a Freudian slip. Oh, so when you sorry, you did look a bit like you had the blade. I was working it out in my head. So you say if he was if he was trying not to say it, he he accidentally says it. So like trying to yeah, not give something up, but then you go ahead and say it. Right, right. I say you should learn one thing a day. So that's that's my one slip. Ticked off by one one fifty. Well done. Yeah, nice. Appreciate it, cuts. Appreciate it. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be. He's got a Minnesota. Sorry. And that's the other side of the country. Yeah. Do we know where they're playing? Like, is it over that way? Stand by. Yeah. I still can't see him. If he's traveling Tuesday, Wednesday, he's missing the main. Yeah, at Seattle. Oh, so he's got to come back. Like, Mm. yeah, no, he's. If you've got him in your fantasy, which I definitely start steer clear. Minnesota's up the top of the country. So he's just flying across to Seattle, if that's the case. Yeah. No, it's still. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm putting a line through him. Uh, that's my Freudian slip for the week. He's not playing. That is okay. <laughs> it really work because you, you're giving you're more giving an opinion, but that's okay. Yeah, I guess nah. you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Yeah. Funny note: he was one of the um, in a different fantasy league. He was one of the boys' keeper players. We only have one keeper player, and that was his keeper. So suck shit, Roscoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon I actually, I actually traded for him in one of my leagues. Uh, suck shit too, mate. Yeah, but it's a dynasty one, so he'll be right over the next few years. But yeah, he's definitely had a rough trot over the last couple, uh, and that's like you see because the Rams. I don't think many have picked them to go that well this year. You keep him a little bit extra on ice, just not expecting as much. Long time without football after missing the. You know the second half of last year. I don't, I don't know. Like, plus he's a competitor. He want to play. Yeah. He want to play. He want to prove that he's still there. He wants to prove that the Rams are still going going to be competitive. And with him being there, it makes a massive difference. So he'll be back. Yeah, and it doesn't. Well, it's no good for Stafford, who's 
you know, on the back end of his career, he doesn't want to just go through and just whip you know, her out. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, that was pretty much the only major injury concern this week. Is that right, Doctor? Yeah. Well, because most teams are just going through walkthroughs for their practice, so trying to keep everyone injury free, so everyone's good to go week one. Everyone's in yeah. bubble wrap. That's why you do your drafts at this point of the year, isn't it? Smart, mm. smart. There was actually one that came out last week, and it was in my draft with uh, the boys that we we uh, went through recruits with cuts, mm. and I got the number one pick. Um, but the way it worked, there was a bit of a glitch in the system. I wasn't meant to have number one, but I got Jeff Wilson of the Dolphins. Uh, and there has been an article come out since. So with the number one pick, I've got Jeff Wilson, the running back, and it's come out that he might miss the entire season. So you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love to say that. Mm, you do, you do. So that's that's another story. We That was last week's news. Yeah. Um, we'll keep up with it as it comes. But uh, speaking of the news, it's brought to us by the group at C2C Rare Threads. Now, Father's Day has just come and gone. If you didn't go and get yourself C2C Rare Threads, you did yourself a disservice for the old man. My old man took it out of my hands. He went and bought it himself. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a mystery pack on the way, which I'm excited to see uh, what he gets. Uh, Did he use the code? He definitely did. So good work, Wayno. I look forward to seeing what he gets, and we'll put it up on the socials. Um, But speaking of, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, Cuts. Uh, Danny, if you somewhere you. floating around the world, um, <laughs> but yes, little Pepito. <laughs> I can confirm for everyone out there, I am not a father, but... especially meals. I... Let's confirm for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> happy Father's Day to my old man, Papa Webby. Yeah, yes, now a few, few papas getting around, especially in our group nowadays. It's we're getting old. Um, there was a story that, that broke before our week off, which I just want to go back and touch on. The, the Trey Lance 49ers disaster trade is what it's being called. <laughs> uh, what are your boys' thoughts on Trey Lance getting out and, and going to be number two behind Dak? Number one. He's going to be number one. He's replacing Dak. <laughs> Shout out, Josh. Well, no. Looking it's at the depth chart, he's actually number three, and it's looking like... So they take a 46-man roster into game day or whatever, like that sort of thing, I think, each week. He's not even likely to make that so he can be you know with the new emergency quarterback rule so he can be yep. elevated to play but as soon as Dak or I can't even remember Rush Rush if, if he's if they're back available Trey Lance boom straight out of the game hmm. so we, it, we, yeah, we did touch on it in our last episode about um, the situation because he just got bumped to QB3 and we we're like oh you know he might hang around <laughs> if he's happy there he's only going to leave if it's um, something that's going to suit him and then, yeah, lo and behold, he's gone to Dallas for, what was it, a fourth round 2024 pick? Fourth yeah, round, yeah. Uh, nothing. There's more pain to the, uh, well, yeah, I guess disastrous trade now for the for the 49ers. But, um, yeah, sitting at QB3 at the moment. So, yeah, you've got to assume he's going to be looking to work his way up into QB2. But um, I don't know, yeah. I think, I think he wants to be there just to potentially have that opportunity. And I think he was looking at the 49ers. His opportunity was getting his opportunity when it was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. As soon as he got bumped to QB3, he thought there's no other way up from here with the 49ers. So, uh, so he obviously asked that for a trade to be facilitated and went to the Cowboys, hoping that in the next coming years, he can actually step up to that QB2 and eventually maybe QB1. Mm. Yeah, you're definitely right. When you look at, the, the two other QBs, Sam Darnold's not 
necessarily younger. He might even be the same age. But you go to the the Cowboys, Dak's on the later part of his career. You know, you'd hope you'd be in line with Cooper Rush um, for the number one when the time comes. But, yeah, just that opportunity to, to sit behind someone who's been there and semi-done that, um, learn how to throw a pick or two and, and go from there. And, uh, yeah, I think the disastrous trade side of things, the fourth rounder for him is not here or there. Like, you can get a good player in the fourth round, so that that's nothing. But it obviously goes back to the fact that they went up to get him. Oh, they gave up. the house. Miami, who end up uh, – they end up 4-12 and 12 the season after. So Miami went up in the draft, which was even better for them. And they left with the likes of – I think they got Tyreek in a trade with it. They got – Yeah. And, and Chubb. And Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Bradley yep. Chubb. So – They've obviously won that trade coming yeah. out of that. So I think that's the disastrous side of it. And but it, wasn't just, just, it, it wasn't, just, wasn't just Miami who benefited from it. Like the Eagles, due to all the trading going left, right and center on the, on the day, ended up with Devontae Smith, an absolute massive win. And then the Cowboys ended up with Mike Parsons. And that was all a flow on effect from the 49ers and like all players they could have potentially got instead of, you know, doing this deal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, 49ers. Well done. You've, you've helped literally everyone. They sold the farm, as they say. So I just had a quick look. Dak is only 30. He seems like he's got an older head on him. And Cooper Rush is 29. So Trey Lance is only 23. So he's got time on his side. Mm. It's just um, how that's going to look for him going forward. Like how long is he going to sit behind Cooper? Like will he take over Rush soon enough and be, you know, the next, when Dak's time's up, will he slot into QB1? It's just how that's going to look for, for Trey moving forward. And like, you know, he's only just got there. Hasn't learnt the system or anything yet, so it makes sense that he's sitting at QB three. Maybe once he gets his head around it a bit more, he'll he'll be elevated up. But um, yeah, it'll just be a little bit of a watch and see. See how much longer Dax got um, left in him. Only thirty could be, you know, easily could do another five five years. Yeah, comfortably, comfortably. Yeah. He he want to be in the mould of you know Brady and Rogers, so he thinks he's got ten. But yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. The other major story that I wanted to talk about was the fact that the Chiefs. And the Panthers are both, I don't know if they're actually getting ready or, or willing to get ready, but they both could be missing some big names. Brian Burns for the Panthers and uh, Chris Jones for the Chiefs. Danny, what are you reading into this, mate? So, coach for a uh, quote from Coach Reed has literally said, now we're getting ready to play a game and you're either here or you're not here. That's how I go about it. So, <laughs> obviously, he ain't there. Obviously... He ain't there. Obviously, he ain't there. And uh, Jones sitting out already has already cost him roughly $2 million, uh, which has surprised a lot of his teammates, especially coming off you know the Super Bowl win. Mahomes has come out said he wants him there. Kelsey on the – what's their, project, uh, their podcast called? The uh, New Heights. New Heights. Kelsey on the New Heights was literally because, sitting because AGS trending one, New Heights trending two. You should know. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. Yeah, well, I, see, I only look up. And uh, you know, when we're at the top, yeah, yeah. You, just, you just don't get to see him. Um, so they uh, – yeah, he was literally staring at the camera, like begging. He's like, he's like, Chris, please come back. Like, well, I think Mahomes came out and said even he wasn't expecting it to drag out this long. Like, you know, you you support him and want him to get paid and all that sort of stuff, but um, yeah, didn't expect it to drag out this long. Yeah, and with like everything that's going on with the Lions, it's going to be a, a tough test for him. Uh, and I think Mahomes has come out and said we just need to focus on how we can get it done with the guys that we've got currently, which means not Jones. It means yeah. he's not there. And, like, that's the right answer. Him and Reed, like, you've got to come out and say that and say, yeah, we're getting ready. It's not like doom and gloom because Jones is there. 
of course it's not fucking great, but you just got to do what you you do in that. And they, they all said, and it's so it's so weird, just the way they set up. But like, it's almost like they're so removed from the front office. But they're like, you know, that's a front office problem. I've got like, and this is like Andy Reid talking, like, you know, I don't get involved in that sort of thing, and yada yada yada. So yeah, it's just letting them sort it out and not create too much noise and distraction for the the playing group. Obviously, I don't think we actually said it. it's it's four contract issues for both players. So I think it's just as big for the Panthers to lose Brian Burns um, due to his contract issues. Going Burns initially well. came out and said it was for a, what was it a personal reason? Personal, matter, personal, personal reason. Money. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it is pretty personal last, when you're not being paid. <laughs> yeah, he's coming into the last year of his contract, and I think they've got a fair bit of cap space, but just haven't been spending the money. So that's whether I don't know how, how good his agent. And, and how much does he want? Like, how much more does he want is the is the big thing. they got to meet meet in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the major news that we did have. Hopefully, we do see those two back playing and getting paid soon uh, we because we want the superstars. Getting paid. Yeah, we want the superstars playing. It makes the games a hell of a lot better. Um, plus, I think I've got the Chiefs in one of my fantasies on defense. So, uh, <laughs> just so you know, yeah. um, we're going to change it up this year a little bit. Last year, we went through every game, and just some of the feedback we got from over the, the off season was could drag out a little bit. So, what we've finally condensed it. We've condensed it. Uh, we're going to the three major games every week. Some weeks there might be four if there's a, a prime time game in there that we need to look at. Um, and we're going to review or preview one each and then give our thoughts on it. So I'm starting off with the game that is on Thursday night, Friday, our time, the Lions and the Chiefs. Uh, this week it might be a little bit harder, as people can appreciate. Uh, there's been no games to talk about. So <laughs> there's been no games previously, so we're just going to talk about what we've got. So the Lions and the Chiefs, huge for the Lions, um, this is a, it's almost a front office. Oh, no, it's, it's the boys on the field, I guess. Getting that little boost to say, you know what? You've got the first game of the season. This is prime time and it's absolute finest when you're going to have 80, 100 billion people watching this because it's a first game competitively for six months. Uh, it's at Arrowhead against the reigning Super Bowl champions. I don't, you can't get much bigger than that. Uh, so huge for them, huge for the establishment. The only real stat that I do have is the last time they played was in 2019, uh, and it was actually a lot tighter than what you'd think. 34-30, the Chiefs got the W. Um, so a huge game. I, I honestly can't wait. Uh, I do have the line, which we'll go through once we talk about um, that, but I, I, we'll, we'll go into it. I think, I think the Lions have got... A red hot chance, especially with the likes of you know Jones missing. I don't know if we've mentioned that today. Um, <laughs> so huge whether Goff can avoid you know whether his his O line can keep him safe and he can hit the likes um, of a Mark St Brown out on the outside. So yeah, and look, just not the turmoil, but there's been a lot of turnover in the wide receiver room of the Chiefs, and we know that they do work it out, but. Do they work it out this early is going to be the big question mark for me. So I think the Lions being, weirdly enough, a little bit more settled than the Chiefs, even though it's over there, you get together on a flight, you you bond well. I reckon the Lions could upset here. Yeah, well, like we've always spoken about all off-season, like the Super Bowl hangover is going to be real. The Super Bowl hangover is real when you bring back 
you know, your normal normal squad. Like, look what happened to the Rams. Like, they didn't have a huge turnover. And then they came back and absolutely stunk it up. And now you're on to the Chiefs that's had a massive turnover, gotten probably more junior than what they are. Then Chris Jones is going to be sitting out. It's going to, going to have to be some massive question marks on that game. The Lions are coming, Lions are coming in here. Favorites take out their division. They are going to be wanting to win every single game. Don't, don't you scout me, team. Like, you know it's true. <laughs> uh, they're going to be... Every single game is going to be super important. Um, so, I, yeah. The best part for the Chiefs is the fact that it's at Arrowhead. If it was at the Lions, if it was in Detroit, might be a bit more of a different story. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty similar vein to you guys. I think... And, like... You kind of hope it wasn't, but I think a little bit of training camp would have been angled towards this round one matchup, like this week one matchup. Like you know how big a deal you went through, how big a deal it is for them to have this week one matchup, like big exposure for them. I, like you would almost be impossible to avoid preparing for week one, knowing you know you've still got the rest of the season, all that sort of sort of stuff. I think there'd be it would have been a lot of focus on this week one matchup, and they're going to be coming in like absolute bullet a gate. Um, yeah, absolute sneaky chance to take it out here, I think, the Lions. Mm. How much trickery do you reckon we see from the the Chiefs? Like they I know not when they get stuck, but they like to just mess around. And like the Lions coaches especially, they've had the extra time to look into these guys and so I reckon they might show up with a few more roundabouts and a few more Pokemon plays. Do you think they're the sort of team though, like they'll bust that out more when things are going well? Probably early season, just finding your feet. Matt, I don't think there'll be too much fuckery. I think it'll just be getting you you know, your pretty basic systems in place. I don't think until they start to get ahead of steam, you'll be seeing those stupid plays just yet. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the line is six and a half in the favour of the Chiefs. So touchdown line, which is, it's getting on the bigger side. So I, I think, uh, I reckon the Lions will keep it within that almost comfortably. Like Hutchison, I, I feel like he's going to have a big game second year. He backs himself. I reckon a couple of sacks from him could change the game. And I reckon the Lions cover, if not win. Yeah, I got the Lions cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the cover. Like, if they probably, I'm still reckon the Chiefs are going to take it out because the fact that it's an arrowhead. But uh, yeah, a whole touchdown, maybe not. Probably might be a field goal. Hmm. I like it. Nice. Nice. Second game uh, that we're talking about the Cowboys and the Giants. So Sunday night football, Monday morning for us over here in Oz. It's actually the very friendly 10.20 a.m., so Monday morning. So if you've got audio, even though I think it was just audio yesterday. Um, so, yeah, Cowboys, Giants, NFC East rivals. Uh, I'm not sure what Mac is talking about. I was able to do heaps of research, and I'm pretty prepared. I've got lots to talk about here. Nah, it is, it is a bit hard. Obviously, week one, we're only going off um, preseason and training camps and stuff. So just looking at a little bit back last year, Dak, uh, obviously had a bit of a, an average year. You tied the, the league for the most interceptions at 15 for the year last year. So looking to have, yeah, obviously a big bounce back year. They've got a new offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer, in at the Cowboys. So looking to see what sort of impact he'll have for Dak. Um, C.D. Lamb, he loves having a day out against the Giants. They The Cowboys swept the series against the Giants last year, and C.D. Lamb had big numbers both games. So... Um, look for the connection between Dak and Lamb uh, on Sunday, Monday morning. Um, the Giants have got a couple of cornerbacks debuting, Hawkins the third and Banks. So um, potentially 
uh, some areas to exploit for the uh, Cowboys offense with just with the rookie cornerbacks, whether they'll both be out there together, who knows. Um, both sides look for the pass rush. Both sides have got some big beasts that put up big sack numbers last year on the pass rush. So whether the O-lines can hold up and protect their quarterbacks, um, there's some game wreckers out there. So look for that. And the Cowboys last year were just, they were a little bit sus on the run game. And as we know, Saquon Barkley and even um, Daniel Jones himself actually put up some big um, rushing numbers and TDs last year. So just look look to maybe exploit that running game a little bit um, by the Giants. Um, it is, it's, it's in New York at MetLife Stadium. Sorry, I should have mentioned. Um, so a bit of a road trip for the Cowboys there. But I think... Like and, and maybe being in Australia, I, th- I think it just might be like the way the news cycle works for us. But we've heard a fair bit about the Cowboys this off season. Haven't heard a lot about the Giants. Like they haven't changed too much in the off season. The Giants, obviously, I mentioned those two rookies that are going to be debuting. But a lot of lot of noise and news that we hear is all Cowboys centric, and it's um it's hard not to get caught up in it a little bit. But I just feel like the Cowboys will probably have the better of this matchup uh, week one. I think. When, when we did the NFC East um, preview, we, I noted that this game was one of the big the big five um, in their in their in their five games. So I think the Cowboys will probably get on top for this game, though. Yeah, with the Cowboys and saying that we've heard a lot about them in the news, like I've recently seen some pretty big names come out and pick them as, as their Super Bowl champion now, which is pretty crazy. So there's a lot of faith in Cowboys Nation. Like obviously Dak needs to start winning some playoff games, although he's never going to get there. <laughs> uh, but it all starts It all starts at week one. So if they can come out and take out Danny Dimes, and obviously he signed that massive contract uh, in the off season. So he's got a lot to prove as well. Because uh, a lot of people are like, it's huge. Is it too big? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? We'll <laughs> see. Um, so yeah, there's, there's probably a fair bit riding on this game. And there's no wonder that you picked it as one of the big five coming, on, coming up for this season. Because both teams probably desperately need a win, and even though it's only week one. Yeah, desperate win week one is always a good start, isn't it? So <laughs> over in New York, didn't you say? Like, so that's yeah. that's playing in the in the Giants' favour. But, yeah, you're right that Dak, I think Dak, every year he's still got something to prove. Like, he's had so much haters over the years, and he finished off, it was the 49ers, wasn't it, with a bad pass in the NFC. It wasn't championship game in the divisional round, like, he, he's, every year, there's just so much knocks on him. So one year, he's going to come out. He always puts up big numbers, but just leading the team. And maybe this year, I, I hope for all the Dallas Cowboys fans we have out there that um, this year could be the year. But he's also got now pressure. I don't think he he's he's come out and said, you know, Trey Lance, it's a it's a you know a, an office move. It's not about us here. You know, welcoming in, but I'm not really worried about him kind of stuff. Um, but it is. It's another QB that's sitting behind him that's ready to go if required. Like it's just a bit more pressure on him, which I think he can stand up to. But whether he does or not, I don't. I'm not not surprised or not worried about what the Giants are going to bring. We know that they've got Barkley in there, and he's he's just signed his deal. He's going to you know push forward. He'll probably have a big game. But yeah, I, all the question marks and all the pressures on the Cowboys. Yeah, for sure. And like one thing can be said for Dak, he always does. Like he always has lots of confidence in himself. Like that, that never seems to waver. Like like you said, yeah. no matter who's sitting behind him. So he's got that confidence in himself. I mentioned the little bit sus on the running game. Someone I forgot to mention. They've injected Mazzy Smith. I think he was a, you know, I drafted him or whatever. But he's he's uh, to help against that running game. So 
look for him to sort of yeah, be making the day hard for Saquon. But um, going to the line, it's a bit tighter here. Only three and a half, uh, negative three and a half to the Cowboys. So they're in front of there. I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover and to win, obviously. Yeah, I'm on board with that as well. I've uh, got more faith in Dallas than I do in the Giants, even in though it is at the home for New York. Uh, I'll, I'll pivot and say that the Giants will cover. So then we are moving on to the final game that we are going to be talking about and previewing today. It's probably two teams that we have spoken the most about this offseason. Well, almost, I'd say. Close to. One, one definitely, and then one probably more and more recent times. So I'm talking about the Bills and the Jets, uh, which is at MetLife Stadium. Monday night football, prime time over there, which is a beautiful time for us. So we have got the Tuesday game at 10.15 for those on your RDO 2.0 or double header or if you're a shift worker and you're lucky enough to get a couple of mid midweek days off, uh, that's going to be a, an absolute must watch. I reckon it'll probably be the most watched game for all of week one. Yeah. Um, just on what you were saying, T-Mac before, when you were saying that everyone's desperate for, you know, week one football, it came out that the preseason week one game had more views than the NBA playoffs did in the previous year. So everyone is desperate for football. So come week one, yeah. everyone's going to be watching. And then come Monday night, Even more know, people be watching. Yeah, <laughs> I don't reckon there'll be a single screen that's not on the Jets and Bills. And the reason mainly for that is for our main man, AR8, who's <laughs> now playing for the Jets, is uh, obviously created the most amount of talk and buzz. And then Hard Knocks has been following them as well. So the hype is so real surrounding them. Uh, luckily for them, it is in MetLife, so they are playing at home. Aaron Rodgers played in the week three preseason game to make sure, like Sailor came out and said, just make sure that which wouldn't be the first game. You know, wouldn't your first game at MetLife Stadium wouldn't be week one. He's like, you need to feel it. You need to feel it. You need to believe it. So he came out and played in week three and he only did the first drive that was like eight from nine and got Touchdown in a silly moment. Over three one. Oh, shit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been his first one. Then he did eight straight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just blowing out the cobwebs. So, and then on the Bills side, we have obviously spoke about a lot about the Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Like, they had a little bit of turmoil that's going on. Like, there's videos of them arguing. And there's been, there's so much pressure, I think, on Buffalo as a whole to actually perform and, you know, go that one step further and, you know, make it to the big dance. So, it's going to be an intense game. Uh, Dalton Kincaid's going to be coming out for the Bills, which is going to be great to see. There's a huge amount of hype surrounding him. Uh, I nabbed him in one of my fantasy drafts purely on the hype. <laughs> <laughs> if he can turn out to be Travis Kelsey 2.0, fantastic. I'm all about it. Um, but, yeah, so it's just going to be a, a pretty incredible game of football, and I really can't wait. Uh, the line here is even closer again, the closest one that we've had so far. The line is actually to the Bills, to the away team. So they're at negative two and a half. Mm. Very close. Just a field goal. A field goal will do it. I love that tight game, though. Well, that's that's almost that's a pick 'em game, really, isn't it? Like, and you're right. Uh, the hype. It's it's almost more on the Jets. I think it is definitely more on the Jets than it is the the Bills this year. So would you say the pressure's on the Jets a little bit more, considering that you know 100%. they've made all these massive moves and it's Super Bowl or bust, really. Hundred percent, and it's like already kind of come out that like Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers' main target is probably going to be Garrett Wilson. Like 
Yeah, so uh, that's, that's no lie. That's everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, but like that's a it's a year two wide receiver. Like it's uh, there's still going to be a very very junior team. They're a young team. They're a hungry team. Uh, they all want to compete. They've all bought in. So yeah, there's a lot of pressure on them, but is their mindset seems to be in the right place. And I know Hard Knocks does what it's meant to do, and everyone <laughs> buys in like no tomorrow. But I reckon, yeah, their head and heart's probably all in the right place. And they're going to be competitive. They're going to be hungry. They don't. No one wants to let Aaron Rodgers down as well. Everyone looks up to him. <laughs> like the players, are like oh, I grew up watching you <laughs> twenty years ago. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a full on game. But I think the fact that it's in MetLife and there is so much hype, I reckon the Jets are going to get this done and cover. Wow. Huge, huge. It, you're 100% right, Mac. It's a pick em game. It's like it's either the hype of the Jets or the past performance of the Bills. Like, you know, fuck. I don't know where to go. I think, yeah. I think just it's the tough. round. Which is great. That's all we want. That's what you want. I think the round one or week one, sorry, hype machine. I think I'll just I'll go with the Jets. Mm. I think Danny's hit the nail on the head that the, the only game that will be beaten – uh, the only game that will beat the, the game that I previewed, the Thursday night game, is the 90, 100 million people that are going to watch the Monday night game because that's it is such a grouse matchup. And whoever uh, the script writers have, have hit the nail on the head here with this one. And uh, again, I'll, I'll pivot slightly and I reckon the Bills will cover just because we, we're saying that there's all this pressure on uh, the Jets, but the Bills still have their own pressure, if not internally. Yeah. They know I, think, I think it's more internally, definitely for the Bills. Yeah, they've they've shit the bed the last few years. Um, all the Bills fans, they all come out and they, and they've said it on our podcast that they are the only team in actually in New York. So yeah. they think they should be definitely the number one team. So I will uh, I'll say that the the Diggs train will keep rolling and Allen will hit him with a he'll have over a hundred I reckon. But um, I did want to put a bit of a multi together, but this is an early week one. Danny's having a little bit of a trip away, so the 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 markets aren't really out yet. So <laughs> I'll put up a multi later in the week. But I was going to multi, which we can do, and I'll do it live. Um, the three teams that we picked to cover. Uh, so I think it was unanimous that the Detroit Lions will cover. Yeah, lines lines to cover. Yeah, add it to the bet slip. Cowboys. At the line. Yeah, you two both pick the Cowboys. Yeah, we've got to go as a team here. <laughs> yeah, the most. And you've picked the Jets. The Jets. So that is paying $7.22 on points best. Not bad. If we get around that one. So that's a nice early one. Um, and I'll put up a multi. It'll be, I'll start us off this week um, for the Friday game. I'll have it up before the start of the game. I've also, I've also we've spoken about it. Maybe on a previous episode, but when we were doing our divisional previews, I went through and I checkmarked the teams that I thought were going to be taken out, and I've actually multied all eight of them together, Ooh. and you do get some absolute juicy odds if anyone's keen on doing that. You can throw a cheeky little fiver on there, and uh, I think mine's paying $347, so you can actually pick all eight. It's probably not the best worst thing to jump on. No, I'll be definitely doing best. that. Um, I just haven't done it yet. Packers <laughs> is definitely in there, so that'll boost it up. <laughs> Give them your money. Yeah. Uh, well done, boys. That's the, the week one wrap done. Uh, make sure you let us know any multis and anything like that. Let us know how we go. We, we love getting around people. That's actually what I was going to bring up. Uh, Danny, you brought up about Dalton Kincaid. Um, I've been getting around the pro kick boys because the college football has actually started. 
And there's so many pro kick lads that are out there. Also, Thomas Yasmin, I got to watch him for the Utah Utes, uh, one of our very own. He was on TV and actually got to – I saw him. I think he had four catches for 20 yards or something, and a massive win for them. Um, so make sure you do get around the college football as well. It's huge. And we've got so many Aussies in there nowadays. It's you, You'd be hard-pressed to find a game where there's not an Aussie, which is incredible. And uh, we do love getting around all of our boys. So make sure you check that one out too. Pro kicks like they are on all their socials. They let you know who's coming up when and what time the games are and, and how to watch them and such. So, yeah. Support those local boys. Amen. That's pretty Amen. much all I had. Have you anything else to add, boys? Uh, nope. Nah. <laughs> week one, we just got rid of the rust. Next week, we'll be on top of this and we'll be all over it. So, I'll wrap it up nice and quickly before we start to dribble. Make sure you... I want to dribble. <laughs> I, am, uh, I am going on Daniel leave as well. So I just want to put that out there. Can I please have a week, a week Daniel leave and we'll hit, hit back again. So you're not here next week? Uh, I'm away for six days as of tomorrow. He'll be back. No, he'll be back with plenty of time. What are you talking about? He'll <laughs> <laughs> still be all over the socials. So I'm not, so I'm not really stressed. Uh, yeah. I would sweet. like to say go the Torquay Tigers this week. Oh, yes. Good luck to those this week who play for Torquay because that's the only team we follow. And also, happy birthday to one of our faithful members of this group for tomorrow. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Actually, Bright as well. We've got to say good luck to Bright. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bright's still going. The Mountain, the mountain Men. Mountain Men. It's a weird team, but... Look at us yeah. dribbling away now. Yeah. All right. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend for no reason other than to get around us and... Good luck to all our teams. The Packers will get the job done. Uh, who the Raiders? We got the Bears. Who the Raiders got? Shit, I've been too focused on. Uh, we're at Denver, mate. And the Philly Dogs. Who have they got? Russell and, Russell and the bloody the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Nah, focusing so you much. Got in New England, my boy. Ooh. I reckon that's three Ws for us boys. Well done. Good start to the season. Well done. Yeah, let's go Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We will, we'll probably discuss our teams, especially <laughs> next week. Uh, have fun on your Daniel Eve. Good luck in your grand final. Thank you. See you all next week. See you, fam. Go to the Packers.